0: Slash and cast.
1: Things Fiends to Handle with Scare, presented by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror movies and the phobias that they emphasize, and, uh, you know, we're back after our holiday break, uh, but again, just as a reminder, we have been hitting some of the bigger 2022 releases, and uh, that's going to continue uh, tonight with a series review for Mike Flanagan's *The Midnight Club*, uh, which came out on Netflix uh, a little while ago, it's it's been out for some time now. But you know, we wanted to give everyone enough time to go check it out. Uh, of course, we've also had a, n- a number of, like other like big events on Netflix. Uh, you know, Tim Burton's *Wednesday* uh, series recently came out, we had Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, which was fantastic. Still a lot of great stuff happening, and uh, holidays are right around the corner too, so of course we'll be doing some holiday stuff uh, throughout December as well. Uh, but before we get there, of course, I'm your host, Emily Drunk, joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Holly and John. Guys, it's, uh, it's been, like, what, three weeks at this point? It's It's been some time. Uh, so how were your Thanksgivings, and uh, what have you guys been watching here lately?
2: Sure. Um, Shall I kick it off? Mm-hmm. So um, I had Thanksgiving in Hawaii, so that was pretty cool. Got a new haircut. They call it the butterfly, but I'm pretty sure it's just fair faucet hair. Mm. Anyway. Feathered. Uh <laughs> feathered. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I'm, you know, Cabinet of Curiosities was definitely really, really great. I really did enjoy uh The Midnight Club. And I just recently finished Wednesday. It actually only took me one day to finish Wednesday.
0: <laughs> the series. Yeah. How many episodes
2: is it? Eight, I think.
0: Oh, it's eight, yeah. And
2: they're yeah. And it's, 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 it's fun. It's really fun. So I, I had a good time with that. Um, what else? Mm. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'll have to be reminded about stuff later. What, what about you? What did you get into?
0: I finally watched uh, barbarian, which was cool. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Pretty fucking
0: amazing. It was good. finally a uh, movie that depicts Justin Long as his true personality. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sure I,
2: it's not... I, I spread my <laughs> my disdain so, for Justin Long too much. <laughs> I'm sure
0: he's a great person. Me really. too. I'm sure
2: he's a great
0: dude. But uh, yeah, no, that was a good movie. It was cool.
2: Yeah, I dug it. I dug it a lot. Everybody did. It's, uh, it's basically the 2022 Sweetheart mm-hmm. or Movie Sweetheart of the Year. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: And, uh, and then mostly I spent spent around the holidays watching the the topic of today's podcast. Ah, okay. Because I didn't watch that back mm-hmm. when it initially came out. I had it sitting and waiting and then finally I realized, did. oh my God, I have to get through. Oh. I didn't realize it was. I didn't realize they were one hour episodes. And <laughs> then there were 10 of them. I was like, oh shit, I gotta hurry up and watch this. This just
2: turned into a job.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I gotta block out time. Too. I gotta cancel all of my appointments. <laughs> Call and say to
1: work. Yeah, see, that's that's why we gave John like three weeks, you know? Why did he spread it out?
0: I, I waited till the last minute. Well, the thing is, too, is I've been liking waiting. Still closer to the podcast, so it's watch fresh in your so mind. Yeah,
2: because I watched this three weeks
1: ago, and I'm still trying to remember what I was going to say about it. Yes. I watched but it I, when it came out.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I didn't want to have to watch on. I hate the idea of watching movies sped up, uh, and so I didn't want. I, I didn't want to have to do that, which luckily I didn't. Oh, have to.
2: oh, yeah, that sounds awful watching them sped up.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like that practice. That's something I hear people do. More and more.
2: I do it with podcasts, <laughs> but only for shit that I don't like. Mm. Like books, so.
0: <laughs> Listening to podcasts you don't like.
2: Well, like, for example, I have a book club, and we're reading a book that I'm not into. I bought it in hard copy, because I prefer reading hard copy. That's most enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. But I hate this book so much that I had to get the audiobook, And even then, I had to speed it up, because it was just too much.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's Atlas
2: Shrugged. It's like sixty fucking mm, hours of yeah. fucking. Audio. It's
1: rough. See, that's that's work right there. Mm-hmm. And you can't cheat
0: and watch the movie because they'll know. And
2: all the movies are shitty. I tried that too. I tried watching the. Two, I think it was like twenty fifteen. It was so bad. I couldn't get past like the first ten minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And this and this had nothing to do with the ideology. It was just the movie itself was so bad. Yeah. And there was like three of them, and I was like,
0: "Fuck that. Is it the whole story? Did they get all the way through it? Fucking clue.
2: <laughs> I didn't stick around to find out. <laughs> you know what? I am sorry. We are off
0: topic. <laughs>
1: that's whatever. <We're> five minutes <laughs> what do you mean? We're always, uh, we're, we're constantly going off topic. No,
0: we're talking about what we did over the holiday. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. not to this topic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, T? What did you get into?
1: uh Well, uh I had, obviously, I watched Wednesday. uh I did that in two sit ins. Um, The only thing I'll tell John about that series is there's a really great like '80s goth dance sequence that Jenna Ortega does, and it is very hypnotizing.
2: It is. She uh she does a a cool, creepy dance to a cramp song, (laughs) during her like you know whatever like a winter ball that they have or whatever Mm -hmm. it's called, I thought it was a cute. uh, I I will continue to watch it. I liked it. So Mm. what are you gonna
0: do? Was it at all an ode to that? famous youtube video they did
2: she did a, a split second she was doing like the, the, the little dance, dance but it, the whole dance was very uh all over well you know it was it was supposed to be funny and strange mm-hmm. so she's doing all sorts of different dance moves mm-hmm. while her date just kind of stares at her <laughs> and so she gets through a whole like you know series of different dance moves which the mm-hmm. split second included that one
0: mm-hmm. nice nice yeah it's a great video you know what we're talking about right the yeah Wednesday, where they put the Ramones. Her and Lurch, their, yeah, her and Lurch, yeah. To the Ramones. <laughs> Definitely. She's doing. was
2: like the mashed potato or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I sure yeah. have to watch that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's good.
1: Yeah, so that was like the last scene yeah. I watched.
2: Ah, uh, gotcha. She uh, she is five one, and Christina Ricci is also five one. Christina Ricci is also in the show.
0: Yeah,
2: and they're tiny, tiny little yeah. ladies. I'm like, like a Shrek over here. I'm like five ten. So <laughs> trying
1: to imagine how little they are okay petite Petite. Mm -hmm. all right well as i mentioned uh tonight we are discussing a mike flanagan's new netflix series the midnight club uh which is based uh on christopher pike's book of the same name uh the midnight club uh so just a general like blanket like Synopsis for uh, you know the main story of the series. Uh, we follow Ilanka who has been diagnosed with thyroid cancer, and uh, you know it's considered to be terminal. Uh, so she has basically researched this facility, uh, Brightcliff, which is a hospice uh, that uh, you know cares for the terminally ill teenagers, and uh, you know come to find out that uh, Ilanka really went out of her way to like learn more about like what's been going on here and uh, the primary reason she selected Brightcliff is because of the quote miracle girl uh which kind of unravels later on um but all of it stems from this group meeting that they have every night at midnight in the library where A lot of the kids come together to tell ghost stories, and we have basically one of these in every single episode, Uh, and a lot of them are kind of just based off of their own experiences in life, and, uh, you know, they also got to touch up on several different genres as well, uh, which is pretty unique in its own way. Uh, so not all of them were the same. Like we we had one that was like a crime noir episode, which was pretty mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Uh, but all in all, like you know, it, you know this this series in particular really hits you in the feels. Uh, it does deal with uh, the cult, uh, with the Paragon cult, uh, and you know there's some twists and turns and uh, a lot of unanswered questions to a degree. Uh, based off of the first season. So I'm sure a lot of us, when we got towards the end of it, were like, oh, that's interesting. But then we're just like, but where do we go from here? Because a lot of things are left kind of open by the time we reach the hmm. end.
2: No, that's interesting. I mean, that you say that particularly, since I felt like a lot of, well, a lot of the the open-ended sort of... Um, I guess, the, the open ending, I'm sorry to say. Um, pretty interesting, like, with the tattoos that you see on some of the women in the show. Mm. But uh, for the most part, I was like, well, didn't they just wrap up a lot of shit? What are we doing? <laughs>
0: so... Yeah, it felt, it kind of felt like they were giving, a, a, like, on one hand, trying to give a a, a satisfying ending uh-huh. Uh you know, in case they didn't get a second season. Yeah. <laughs> but then leaving a lot of stuff open for a second season. Itself.
2: Yeah, it wasn't too much of a cliffhanger, I thought, at the end. It was just, you know, but I will continue watching it, and I did enjoy the show.
0: Are they um, Did they do a second season? Or is that, ha- that hasn't happened yet, right?
2: Do we know if they got approved for a second season? Too?
0: I'm not sure. Let's. Netflix is
1: notorious for canceling its mm-hmm. shows after
2: the first season. I know that Wednesday already got greenlit for like season two of.
1: Yeah, well, something. it also <laughs> it also set like their uh, watch record too for a series. Oh,
2: they're, uh, they're in, yeah, yeah, the promotion for Wednesday though, is out of control, man. Like mm-hmm. it's all over the place. They're mm-hmm. they're putting a lot of eggs in that basket. Definitely.
1: So last I checked, uh, this has not been renewed. Ouch.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We all got so sad and quiet, like. Oh. <laughs> <Why do> you- <laughs>
0: Overall, it is tough to watch in terms of being about a hospice full of dying kids. (laughs) And where, like, every episode is, you know, centers around that idea. Because, you know, every episode is basically structured like the first half of the episode is... You know, the kids at the hospice, Mm -hmm. and then the second half of the episode is the story that they tell in the club. So every, you know, every, and it's kind of cool. The thing I realized about it is that when you have an anthology horror movie, there's always that uh, wraparound story. Yeah, yeah. that connects between each story, and then Mm -hmm. it tells its own little story that wraps up at the end. Sure. And they kind of did, it's a series, but they kind of do that with each episode where Mm -hmm. it's like you have your connecting story of the kids in the hospital, Right, and the romance
2: is going on. Mm -hmm. And
0: then you get your anthology series at the same time. And I liked that first one, you know, to start at the beginning, Mm -hmm. was basically that, I think it was the guy... The um the guy, Uh, but um, (laughs) I can't remember anyone's names. But uh, the ring kind of one with like the the ring girl popping up and doing the jump scares.
2: Oh yeah,
0: I think that was the first one of the first episode. Right, was pretty funny.
2: And it was funny because he's uh, the story is being critiqued as uh, it's being told. So there's
0: changes to the story, and (laughs) and she just keeps popping up (laughs) randomly. Yeah, Uh, that's good no that was it was fun. and as you mentioned like it seemed like the stories were also kind of based on you know the one there was kind of like the two main characters it felt like mm-hmm. in the series the british right. or irish girl I'm not sure. Yeah, uh and then the uh the uh,
1: main girl mm-hmm. and the,
0: what was her name again i forgot
2: what are there, do we know their remember their name
1: <laughs> well alaka was the the main girl yeah the main character bianca E- no, Elonka. Elanka.
0: Okay. E-Lanka. E-Lanka. Yeah. E-Lanka.
1: Right. And then um
0: but it was kinda, you know, I'm sure you guys probably picked up on how like it was kind of cool how her story was, you know, a story on the surface about uh how she made a deal with the devil and yeah. split herself in half. That was a good story mm-hmm. too, yeah. But how that's kind of a metaphor, I guess, or an allegory, whatever that it would be her real life where she was like, like she was this kind of good student dancer who also lived like a double life and mm-hmm. was doing drugs and partying and stuff and how it was kind of like a horror story version of her real that was really sad actually <laughs> that was really good though mm-hmm. yeah it which is the tough thing about this show. I swear. Like that was like the hardest thing for me watching the show. Like I liked it, but it was literally like sort of difficult to watch every episode because well, of the whole like dealing with death in a much more kind of
2: realistic way. Yeah. And versus with like younger
0: kids and stuff.
2: Right. Versus say something like Wednesday where it's a way more upbeat approach to sort of <laughs> orbit topics. And it's interesting because I was just thinking about how those two, you know, those two shows both on Netflix and they both have such similarities to them. So it's all I mean, it's the Harry Potter sort of, you know, uh, totally approach slash Goonies. Right. So you've got your Mm -hmm. group of misfits and you've got this big, gorgeous, you know, school Mm -hmm. or mansion that they're living in that makes a great backdrop. Um, There's, you know, that that also has a dark side to it. And Mm -hmm. um, and you've got some, you know, uh, mopey teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. so, so, it's they're they're the same. Like they have very similar premises, and and to and I'm willing to bet that Midnight Club isn't going to get a second season, if only because not only have they put all their eggs into Wednesday over here, but it's got a very similar like you know line to it. Um, although of course you know Midnight Club going really heavy into the '90s and like the soundtrack being really great that way. Mm-hmm. But you know Wednesday was also doing a lot of like you know good soundtrack, you know mm-hmm. both modern and old. Uh, which might be a, met- a better mix and a better grab for all the different demographics that it's going to reach. So just like, you know, Brass Tacks, I'm thinking that... Uh, and then, then, of course, you've got Wednesday with, like, you know, Danny Elfman doing the movie, the the music. Oh, yeah. yeah. Excuse me. And you've got... Uh, I can't believe I'm, I'm blanking on this director's name. Uh, Tim Burton, of course, directing. And you got Christina Ricci. You've got, you know, it's just... Uh, it's 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 a moneymaker for sure whereas midnight club on top of everything you know you were mentioning that it's a bit of a drag but I, <laughs> but it's good though i thought it was really great
1: well i mean it, it, to that point too though like mike flanagan has kind of been like that staple director for these bigger netflix series that's true and yeah. you know to the same degree though like not not really anything of his has had, like, a follow-up either. So everything's just kind of been a standalone series, and then, you know, he he tackles that next project. Um, What did he do before? uh, Midnight Mass was the last one that he did for Netflix.
2: And that was straightforward horror where this is a little bit more... It's horror, but it's got more of a human side to it because... You know, like, all the main characters, all the characters are really relatable and human, mm-hmm. just, just very, very thoroughly humanized. Whereas Midnight Mass, you've got, like, villains and heroes and, you know. I have seen that. Oh, it's so good. You gotta check it out. That was last year's, like,
0: really hot, mm-hmm. hot movie. Nice, nice. Or series, that is. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. And uh, of course, on this, we also have Heather Leggenkamp of, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street fame. She plays George Stanton, who is the doctor in charge at Brightcliffe. Uh, So pretty cool to see her in a recurring role. Uh, But, you know, just to just do a quick wraparound of like all of the teens that we have here. We have Anya, uh, who uh, is really just a bitchy, scornful roommate of Ilanka uh you have kevin who is constantly just trying to do the right thing uh despite the fact that he has leukemia you have spencer who uh is suffering from aids uh and has a not a great relationship with his mom uh but you know we kind of see that turned a new page throughout the series uh you will have sandra who is uh the Godfear and Christian of the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Natsuki, uh, who is dealing with her own sort of depressions uh, as well as cancer. You have Amesh, who is the uh, video game nerd. And uh, then you have Cherie, who is the rich girl, uh, who never has mm-hmm. her parents visit. Instead, they just send her expensive mm-hmm. gifts all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so so all in all, like they they all have like their unique quirks. Obviously, they all have their own stories to tell. And uh, you know, one of the interesting things for me was just seeing how they were gonna set up the dynamic. Because as John had mentioned, like you have like half of it's kind of like split between like the stories uh, that the kids are telling, and then you have everything going on in regards to bright cliff and to see like how they were going to interact with one another and how they were going to tie it together, uh, was really going to be the thing that was either going to like a lift up the series or drag it down. Like for me personally, I wasn't as invested in the ghost stories of the mm-hmm. series as much as I was everything outside of that. Uh, but I know that's not always going to be the case for everyone.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I was, um, I, I really liked Anya's story, so I got really into that one, as well as the, was it Spencer, who has the uh, the serial killer mm-hmm. stories? Yeah. That one was, I thought, was, like, kind of grabbed me quite a bit, too. Like, I, and you know, I enjoyed them, and, like, you know, I enjoyed the whole vignette, sort of, in uh, movies in general, so that was particularly good for me.
0: Yeah, I like, it was interesting, because it seemed like, they were trying to do this thing with the stories where, mm-hmm. like, I think the Anya character, like I mentioned, where her story was like a horror story, but you could tell it was about her real life. Right. And I was kind of hoping that was going to be, like, the thing. It was, so. everyone, Which it was in a lot yeah. of ways. Because, like, I felt like, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but uh, that the guy's story, the... um the kind of, the guy who kind of, they have a romantic interest with the main character. I think that's that's The, the serial killer, killer yeah. one. I felt like his story was that his real life version was that he was like a lady killer. Mm-hmm. That he had all these relationships with different girls and then broke their hearts. Because he like got sick? Yeah. And, and like, but also even before he got sick, that he would just kind of bounce yeah. around from girl to girl. And so it was sort of like, he, you know, hurt all these women in his real life and so then, like, his story was that he was, like, the serial killer who was killing these women. And then, but it felt like some of the stories were not necessarily connected, unless I just didn't pick it up, Mm -hmm. you know, for some of the other characters. Because it felt like they focused on some of the characters more than others for sure, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember some of the other kids' stories. Like, I can't remember one that Sandra did the, the religious
0: girl yeah well, she had the one where they had that thing they if like in a few episodes of thing about angel porn mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where stories where the angels are like directly involved in doing supernatural stuff Hers, i forget her story but she i remember that was something with her uh, story though yeah, woo, I can't remember. And then the video gamer guy, his was the ring girls. He didn't really get much in terms of the stories.
2: Well, let's see. The <laughs> the, the gamer guy was, uh, wasn't it like a time traveling?
1: Yeah, that the was the, the oh, see you later story. That's
0: right. Yeah, he did have the time travel, which didn't, I don't know if that was connected to his real life. It didn't feel as much like.
2: Other than having the ability to sort of reverse what's going on in your life and mm-hmm. either jump ahead or jump back. Yeah, yeah.
0: And the kind of monkey's paw thing where where they kind of had that element to his story where the bad stuff... I forget exactly, but I remember that bad stuff happened because he was trying to use the time travel to fix. Which also, this show... I don't know if you guys watched the show Community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kept getting vibes of Community with this show. Because they're sitting around
2: the table?
0: (laughs) They're sitting around the table... And they're, like, the young, that same age. Yes. And And uh, it's, like, the group of random kids. And also the kind of movie, how the stories they tell are sort of also, like, mo- they do, like, the kind of movie trope. Oh, movie right. Thing, yes. Like, they would do on Community where they
2: would... Oh, they should. I missed that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that connects. That makes sense.
0: It was kind of giving me that vibe a uh. bit. Minnie's <laughs> sleeping right across from us. Right that's, now. that's The cat. That's that's yeah. It's my cat. She's she was napping here, but uh, <laughs> skip back to. Yeah. So we're
2: also like, kind of talking a little low. <laughs> we don't want to wake up, piss off the cat. Mm-hmm. She gets mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, and then so yeah, no. It's funny also that you mentioned uh, the Hogwarts thing because I was totally thinking like this place is. Cogwarts for dying kids (laughs) basically
2: it's like instead of learning magic you just pass away (laughs) you
0: just get haunted and then you pass away yeah which that was one of the unexplained things that I was a little bit kind of like "Eh, I wish and they sort of tried to wrap it up at the end but The whole aspect of the series where there were the ghosts that actually lived in the house Mm -hmm. that haunted them, like the older guy and the older woman Mm -hmm. who they would see. Right. And they sort of addressed it extremely briefly at the end where you see like a... I kind of forgot about
2: them all together, to tell you the truth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that was one of the things at the end where I was kind of like, what are you guys going to talk about this at all? Because what's been going on with that? For season two.
1: No, they're just like, all right, here's this newspaper clipping that was hung up on the wall. Mm -hmm. And then that was it. Yeah.
0: And I really got the feeling that they put that news clipping on the wall because they were like, oh my God, it's the last episode and we need to sort of put something in there a little bit about this. And so we'll just put a news clipping on the wall about it. But but yeah, that was not explained. But we did get the cult explained. And I guessed, I don't know if you guys guessed, but I guessed pretty early on that that woman... Was, was the woman who no, walked out and healed. I missed that. I was surprised. Uh, I mean I, it's not like I knew it, but I was like, she's the woman who walked out after a few episodes.
2: Yeah, because she got the like, grew back. Mm-hmm. That was I, I really like that premise too, like you know the you know it's a it's a soap and freaking like honey company turns out to be a cult. I'm like, does, isn't that always the case? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: mean, not a lot, I just wanted to buy a freaking candle. It was probably <laughs> one of those multi-level marketing scams yeah. where like you have to get your friends to sell the soap, and then they have to get friends to sell, mm-hmm. to sell the soap. And then you have to sell your house to
2: sell the soap, and then you have to sell your soul to live in the commune where you sell the soap. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: You guys, then- of course, are talking about uh, Shasta, who actually lives in, on the in, like adjacent property of Braycliffe. Uh, of yes. Uh, who operates like this herbalist company, Uh, good humor.
2: (laughs) And it's just, it's hilarious what a thin line, right? Between like, oh, just benevolent CEO, just, I just really like hiking. (laughs) Right right into this cult leader.
0: And tries to merge. So I guess if I understand right, she was basically, the reason she was able to heal herself was because she was doing, magic where she was basically sacrificing other people and taking their life.
2: Well, she did it once and was able to leave, and then the cancer came back, and she had to, do she had to go back and do it again. Totally. we well, you know, it wasn't her. It wasn't that the woman that lived in the house where Ionka uh, went to go meet, and then she's... Wait, I thought that lady was the lady that, had the, that, that got well and left, and then she told her story to...
0: The lady who got well left is the cult leader woman. No, the no one who makes the soap.
2: I thought it was wasn't there a visit between Ianka and Ianka and like another lady at her house? Who was that? T do you remember?
0: I think that's the same woman, maybe? Because mm. they do go to her. I'm
1: trying no, to remember it's was... been so long, but Shasta was the one <laughs> Shasta know. was the one who got was uh, was cleansed, basically. She was I the one who would perform. May Maybe. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Never
2: mind. Okay. She may have
0: vis- I think she visited someone else. Why? I can't remember. Yeah. Even though I, it's like there's so. You much watched it
2: like story. yesterday. You're like I don't know.
0: But there's like ten hours. I know.
2: It's it like there.
0: <laughs> but no. But the main, the woman who actually walked out healed was mm-hmm. the main evil cult leader. Okay. Gotcha. And she was the one doing the ritual. At the got end it. Of got it. Got it. Story where she wanted, she was basically trying to poison everyone to steal their life.
2: Yeah. she almost poisoned, and she poisoned her buddies
0: too. And that was nuts. And that was, they put that little thing in with that, the, that the one girl said how her mom told her story about the, uh, that like folklore creature mm-hmm. that would steal your, the years off your life. And so it was kind of connected to how this, woman was stealing Mm -hmm. years off the lives of the people who lived in the hospice. Yikes. Which, yeah, like, um, yeah, I I wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't get renewed just because of how kind of, it's weird because it's not dark. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say it's super dark, but it's just the nature of the story. I don't know, do you guys know anything about the original books? Are they YA books? Yeah,
2: they're YA. Well, I never read The Midnight Club, but I read a couple of other stories from Christopher Pike when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, You know, because once you outgrow Arl Stein. And you want something little, and then the,
0: oh, so. is he like the for the age group of it's Arl for
2: St. it's St. for uh, Arl Stein readers that have gone through puberty, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go right into Christopher Pike because his books always had an element like a sexual element to them as well. Mm-hmm. Although Midnight Mass really, I'm oh, not Midnight Mass. I'm sorry, Midnight Club didn't have one. Actually, it was pretty clean. Tiny bit between the guy, the suit. But in Christopher Pike, there was like heavy petting. Oh, really? People
0: hooked up. People hooked up. (laughs) 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 They probably figured it'd be weird to have these kids hook up. I think so too. No, but the the other
2: girl hook up. Oh, that's right. But there's very much so like, oh, we're gonna close the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's pretty wholesome.
2: Not like you know, in in the books. It's uh, more. They're overtly. well, there's they're written out. The scenes you know are written out, and it's it's. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> it's romance novels for teenagers. Why? I
0: missed the whole YA thing for sure. Yeah young adults i mean yeah i mean what do you call it hunger games is young adult that's yeah. about kids that have to murder each other on yeah a right right like, <laughs> that's pretty uh dark topic what's up with ya novels i don't
2: know there was uh there was this one i can't remember the title of it and uh and i will remember <laughs> the scene was just too sexual so it's this girl making out with this kid new kid at school whatever and well, long story short, the kid's a vampire, and mm-hmm. so she's making out with this vampire, and um, it's they're making out in the dark, so she can't tell exactly what's happening other than what she's feeling, and she um, she starts feeling that she's like that she's that her front is wet because they're laying on the on the ground, and they're being slippery and they're kind of you know and it's like, very sexual. And then, like, at one point they get discovered or something, something stops it, and it's that he'd bitten her while they were making out, and there was blood all over her, which was making their make out, like, slippery and hot. Oh which was, like, nothing came back, It was like, how old I was? Shit. I was reading this in the aisle of Barnes and Nobles. So this, to like <laughs> this is
0: for,
2: like, 14 year olds I was like, shit. Yeah, damn. I you know, sex sells. Yeah.
0: The horned up teens. For the
2: horned up teens. So, if anybody watches this or listens to this (laughs) and you know which book I'm talking about, please, 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 please let us know so I can go buy it and read (laughs) it my teen years.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, so (laughs) I was going to say, you know, since you guys kept making like the Harry Potter references, uh, Ilonka's story uh, deals with uh, witchcraft and scrying. Which I thought was pretty interesting because she's kind of like linked to her mother, who is also oh. a a witch. Uh, so basically, scrying is basically like the magic where you're able to see like the future, and all of it is just based off of like reflections in lake water. Uh, but you know, her mom is also you know in the uh, magic of healing. Uh, but you know, there's there's a lot of things about like oh you know make sure you don't scry at night because, you know, there's going to be dire consequences if you do that. Uh, And, you know, of course, uh, you know, Amani at one point, which is uh, Ilanka's character in this, strives in the lake while she's, like, scattering her mom's, like, ashes in in the lake. And that's when she sees, like, this young boy uh, who is basically, like, shot inside a store. And then, like, after that, uh, her Mm -hmm. friends, uh, you know, arrive to, like, hang out with her. And then, you know, there's there's a lot of times where it's like she's bumping into people that she's seen as uh, like she saw interventions with the shrine, which I thought was pretty interesting. So she's like trying to like divert things from actually happening the way that she saw them play out. So basically trying to change the future uh, in this case, since they are pretty much clear visions of what is to happen. Uh, but, you know, like most things, uh, you know, if you save one person, that just means someone else is going to take their place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: the monkey's paw kind of thing well, and that
1: kind of yeah you can't uh,
0: there always has to be like the trade off Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. whatever happened if you try to make something good happen then it has to balance out with something bad happening which
2: life is not like that at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) everything's just fucking random yeah, <laughs> oh, I remember the, the, the kid with, uh, with HIV, like his story was really cool. I forget mm-hmm. his name again, but where he's in college, right. And he meets a boy falls in love mm-hmm. and they have that videotape that keeps playing oh, yeah, uh, the yeah. future.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, and then he finds, and at first it's just uh, football games. Right. So they're able to like, you know, make money or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Off of uh, taking bets. Yeah. And then later it becomes him trying to, you know, saving a life, which later then takes a life, yeah, like you yeah. were saying. But then it turns into this whole, like, his boyfriend's, um, yeah, visiting his stuff. boyfriend, like there is some sort of attack and his boyfriend and his mom die. Yeah. What happens in that? And one? then there's like a robot, like a <laughs> Terminator.
0: Oh yeah. Cause he's a, that's right. <laughs> Cause, uh. His boyfriend is like a scientist in the future and oh. creates mm-hmm. a robot version of him. Yeah. Because he died, I guess, somehow. So he created like a cyborg version of him. A Terminator. And version. created a robot version of himself, too.
2: That guy was busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even finish creating this version of myself.
0: <laughs> and that's kind of a classic horror yeah. story thing that where you have uh, you something... I think there's a gotta be because Twilight Zone did everything right and I think Twilight there's a Twilight Zone episode where that sort of thing happens I know there was a TV series in the 90s I can't remember what it was called about a guy who would get newspaper delivered early
2: edition. Thank you very much. Holy shit. Is that what it is? How do you know that? Because I watched the show. (laughs) Who do you know who it was? The guy who was later in Friday Night Lights, whose name I do not remember.
0: Oh, nice. It's not the guy from uh, the tech also, is it? No. No, that's a different Patrick Warburton. But yeah, that's the. But yeah, and each episode was like he would get the newspaper. Yeah, have to go change. Yeah, next day.
2: It was like quantum leap for the newspaper. I think it was early edition. I'm like 95. percent right. I think, that's right. yeah. I think it's, I'm 95 sure it's early edition, <laughs> but I I watched so much television growing up. I TV. <laughs> but it had to be on either ABS or ABC, CBS or um,
0: regular the, or TV, the main
2: TVs, the stations. main or NBC. Yeah, the main yeah. ones because we didn't have cable.
0: Yeah, same. At least as a kid, we it was just the like 13 channels or 12 channels, and then you could you could turn it to channel 14 or 15 which would be Showtime or HBO mm-hmm. but it would be all scrambled but oh you could yeah. Try to watch you, it yeah, yeah you tba could and catch a boot. <laughs> <laughs> or like cinemax at night cinemax yes i remember cinemax 90, i mean this was I tweed, yeah in which they did go all out with the music for the. They series. did.
2: I really enjoyed the music. It was yeah. It was. Good. I mean, there was the Pixies. It was the Toadies. It was.
1: It
0: was a they lot of really. Have, good shows. like show. I like I, I would imagine a, a good portion of the budget for that show went to licensing. Oh music. yeah. Because they. they Every episode had at least two or three '90s hits. Yeah, in
2: it, and like hits, hits. Yeah, not like B sides.
0: Yeah. so... They, <laughs> the expensive ones. They were going all out for this.
2: Which trip. means that the show is basically well, it well they put kids in it, so it's made for kids. But they put you know that kind of music, which is made for like, for the adults, for the yeah. adults, yeah.
0: Because so, of course, the whole Stranger Things is mm-hmm. huge, and so huge, and uh, and even though Halloween spirit story movie was not a period story mm-hmm. they definitely gave it like a 90s 80s feel even though it was modern but mm-hmm. yeah you're, we're seeing a lot of movies yeah. and series that go for the nostalgia for 80s and 90s well it works because now it's like for gen x it's 80s nostalgia so now we're moving beyond gen x to early or gen millennials or just or is it millennials? Millennials. Or Gen Y? Is there a Gen Y? I don't know. But whenever, the 40-year-olds. But we're moving <laughs> from 80s nostalgia into 90s nostalgia, yeah. basically. That'll be crazy. You, you'll you know you're old when they get to 2000. <laughs> 2000.
2: And it's like Britney Spears nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's,
0: Stuff that's like, wait, that's that was only a little while ago. <laughs> no, that was like 30 years ago.
2: Why are they playing my jam at the grocery store?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we still won't have flying cars.
2: Oh, no. man.
1: Man.
2: Oh, you know, you we were saying earlier how the show is too depressing, not exactly dark, and we were comparing it a lot to Wednesday. And I think it's such a good comparison just because of the like how different the two shows are Mm -hmm. where I'm wondering, and this is completely pulled out of my butt, but I'm wondering if it's because, you know, the most of us are still kind of really depressed from all the fucking economic and upheaval and and all that bullshit that we're not in any mood for a truly sad show. We have to watch like, you know, just dark, funny stuff like Wednesday. (laughs) We're like, we just want shows that make fun of death and make fun of darkness and, Not shows that remind you that you're going to die one day after having gone through all this bullshit.
0: Well, one of the things I... So, because this definitely, for me, was, like, a thing where I was just like, oh, my God, this is... It it makes you think about death, you know, Mm. and your own death, right? Oh, no! Because, I mean, that's literally the entire show is thinking (laughs) about that. And, uh, you know, of course watch a lot of horror movies, but also watch a lot of documentaries and stuff about horror movies.
2: <laughs> Sorry, that's a great add-on. I, I watch a lot of horror movies and I watch a lot of documentaries well, about horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> about horror movies.
0: Uh, and one of the things they say about horror is that it allows you to, uh, like, experience and deal with mortality and things like that Mm -hmm. in a safe way. Or high-stress
2: situations Mm -hmm. in a safe way. Mm -hmm.
0: And so this movie, I mean, this series, is definitely taking that to its, I think, its most (laughs) extreme. Because it's like you have this two-part thing where you have, like, the real kids in the story who are dying and then you have the horror stories within mm-hmm. the episodes about people dying and so I definitely felt like the writer and every and the director and everyone were trying to kind of go for that idea of like <laughs> we're dealing yeah. with mortality and death but it didn't feel like safe to me though you know what i mean it didn't it's not like nightmare on elm street kind of thing because that real aspect is so real that it's like it makes you think about and deal with death in a, in a really real way and the horror stories are not enough to kind of throw you off of it away of, yeah from that and make you be like this is fun which i mean it i'm is. having fun
2: everybody <laughs> I mean, it really <laughs> is
0: like fun and lighter in, in tone you, you can tell they tried to have a lighter tone it, so that it wasn't so dark uh but even still it's just like you know every episode is basically like we're going to die <laughs> someday. <laughs> like, sooner or later, we're all going to die. Surprise, <laughs> everyone! <laughs> Spoiler. Toby!
1: And, you know, <laughs> a, a, gonna... of course, you know, with the night Club, one of their... They have a pact, basically, uh, that whoever goes first uh, is going to come back and then give the others, you know, a sign. Uh And there are a couple of times in you know the series where uh you know some strange things happen after you know someone is very ill or death occurs uh which was more so set up as a ruse more than anything by the the christian girl to like try oh, to get yeah. the others to that believe was a, which was cool. what what for one just the absolute shitty thing to do uh but you know there's a lot of ongoing discussions about like well was this assigned from the afterlife but you know a lot of it was just gonna shot down like no like if i was gonna come back you know i'd be bounding it you know like h- hanging uh, like upside like hanging shit upside down you know banging on the walls you know making some noise and not just something very simplistic and something that's not too like nuanced
0: which by the way comes kind of famously i i'm sure this must be a reference but maybe not, but kind of very famously, Houdini said, because Houdini and his wife had a pact that when if one of them died first, that they would give a sign that that there was, you know, existence after death. And Houdini ended up dying before his wife and promised, you know, that he would somehow give her a sign. Mm. And it was Never, I don't think I ever heard like it, that she got a sign or not. That kind of reminded me in the series of that famous thing. But we do get the Anya remember, ending, yeah, the yeah. Anya ending where the That's statue right, yeah. is fixed, it was broken, which we see in the series, the leg is broken off, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, the very mm-hmm. ending where she seems to be in the upside down, yeah. <laughs>
0: Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No, when she's in a... Uh, when she's, like, in a coma or whatever. Yeah, right. right. And she's kind of in this, stuck in the dream
2: mm-hmm. world. And she's sort of... All the stories that they've been telling have sort of, like, become
0: entangled and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which kind of... Remember that movie? I can't remember the name of it. There was a movie where the entire movie is... Um, the girl. She's, like, a young, blo- bleach blonde girl... It's a new one, right? yeah, it new one, right? Yeah, just came out like two,
2: three years ago. Uh-huh.
0: And she's dead, and they're she's in a coma, mm-hmm. and, and they're getting messages to her in the coma, and then and it's like written on the mirror, and she at the. End I can't she remember the realizes, name of it. I actually
2: never, I never saw the movie. It sounded really cool though. Do you it's remember
0: actually the movie? pretty
1: cool. Yeah. No, I, I like I remember seeing the trailer for it. The name Is of the me? movie escapes okay. me though.
0: It came out within the last five years or so, for sure. But it's cool. It's kind of that same idea where. And people have talked about this which this is a horror movie in its own concept of being in a coma Mm -hmm. and being like conscious in your coma but being like in a dream world. Mm -hmm. People have, there are real people in real life who have yeah, makes it makes sense. I mean, your brain's still
2: working. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like,
0: yeah. And they lived like all these crazy experiences in their head while they Which is kind
2: local. of cool, as so long as they weren't nightmares.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like if you could be like in the Matrix and be like fly and do kung fu.
2: Yeah, and clearly that's cool. I mean, that <laughs> do kung fu <laughs> and look like Keanu
0: Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, a, oh omega uh, tangent. Remember, it looked yeah. like Keanu Reeves in the latest Matrix movie where Keanu Reeves actually looks like an old balding guy. Mm-hmm. But it, but he's... But he's actually he's Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. A handsome <laughs> older guy.
0: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so on, on, yeah. And she was kind of, I feel like she was almost as much of a main character as.
2: Yeah, she got know. a lot of emotional outbursts. So she got a lot of screen time just, you know, being really upset. Sorry, your cat woke up, but I know she's got it in for me. Is she cool? Is she cool? Is she cool? <laughs> she's she's cool? All right, good. She was giving me the stink eye earlier. I thought she was going to attack. She's. It's time to eat. Your cat needs to be on a leash. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's her name. <laughs>
0: Okay, so back to Midnight Club. Um, oh, and I just have to say, too, there is, it was kind of funny, uh, the rich character. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she kind of, her thing is, I guess, that she lies about everything, mm-hmm. but maybe she doesn't because... But she's kind or something, yeah. Know, but also, we know for sure her parents are actually, like, rich and jet powerful because they yeah. always send her these crazy gifts. Right. But I thought that was funny because the main character has cancer so she she loses her hair because right. of chemo and then they have an episode where the rich girl is like i'm going to give you this super expensive Way. looking awesome wig and i was like oh okay Basically, they're doing that so that she, she can have her, have her, her hair natural back. hair back again and not have to cut her hair or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, "This just explain away why she has her hair." Yeah, back.
2: I, I was at first. I was like, "Oh wow, that's so sweet. What a really nice. What a really cool wig." And then later, like, "Oh wait, she's just gonna wear it the whole time, and they're never gonna bring it up
0: again." <laughs> <laughs> Which made me think, because I was like, "Her hair is so long naturally." That it made me wonder if she actually cut her hair for the show. Maybe it kept growing, or, so they had to like. Or, on. but or did they use like visual effects and CGI to make probably, her look bald?
2: Probably a little bit of the second one, just because uh, I mean nowadays it's so easy to do that, and an actress like growing out of your hair like that it takes forever. And if that's like your you know outside yeah. of, this, out of outside As of the show, an actor right? to
0: cut all their hair yeah. off.
2: Yeah, like, you better you know sign me up for season two and three if you want that. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And you would have to keep cutting it. If they were going to keep it short, they would have to keep on cutting yeah. it all the time. And it takes a long time to grow it out that long. So, And it's expensive to do the CGI. To, like It costs money to have people do the visual effects to get rid of the hair, so they were probably like, let's save some money. No, <laughs> yeah, we need to save some <laughs> Yeah, to have her just have her natural hair. <clears throat> but, yeah, you know, we get the story, the kind of... Of the cult, as you mentioned, he. I always love cults. Always, always, <laughs>
2: movies about cults, documentaries
0: about cults. Cults are my favorite. And we <laughs> find out at the end that Heather Langenkamp is, has the cult tattoo on the back of her.
2: That's neck. right. So maybe she became the 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 teacher there for all. She's also exploring like ways to like extend her life because maybe she's also just was she wearing pulls a wig off.
0: That's that's right. So she's sick too, maybe potentially. Which we didn't know. And
2: potentially continuing to extend her life, maybe by preying on the kids in there.
0: Right. Well, and her being part of that cult, which seems to be well. One of the things they say of the series is that the house is built on a nexus Mm -hmm. where the like supernatural world can cross through and so the cult is there to sort of capitalize on that and i guess they're using it seems like they're extending their lives cuz the, obviously the one woman is extending her life by doing that but i feel like that must be the goal of the whole cult if cuz what else would they be doing you know if they weren't
2: trying- well what else could they be doing they could just be you know not having to deal with with everyday stress and just you know, go okay, live in a right. commune. You know, people go into cults for, for a, yeah. more simpler reasons than trying to, like, you
0: know, <laughs> But they're feed doing, a disease. like, a, a magic thing, though. You know what I, I mean? Like, they're doing rituals and spells <laughs> in that basement room.
2: I feel like the older I get, the less likely it is that I'll join a cult. But I think I was
0: pretty susceptible in <laughs> my younger years. Also, if people don't... This takes place in... Is it Oregon? I thought it was Oregon, um, yeah. Or Seattle? But the West Coast in general... Super culty. Super culty. The 1800s uh, all and all through tons of cults in the West Coast. They had end-of-the-world cults for uh, 1899, switching over to the 1900s, mm-hmm. where everybody thought that would be the end of the world. Yeah. And so a lot of people went out to the West Coast to sort of live out the end-of-the-world days. Neat. And a lot of uh you also get that cult uh in Oregon who uh poisoned the local water supply. Whoa, there was a cult in Oregon that tried to take over the local government of the town and become and actually like start running the town yeah and so they came up with this plan to poison the water supply of mm-hmm. the town to prevent people from voting so that they could then like get their oh. people into power in this town but like, it's crazy clearly it didn't think, work yeah, yeah okay. it didn't work but um, so there's like a whole history Holy of cults moly. and like, craziness mm-hmm. in Oregon Seattle in California, California. Um, basically all along the west coast yeah. And, and, and at that time it's, it works too with you know how that cult seemed to start up with that house like in the late 1800s or early 1900s or whatever
2: I I think we should start a cult mm-hmm. and if we start a cult <laughs> then we can't be taken advantage by the cult because we were the first ones mm-hmm. that's how it works right
1: yeah yeah in- <laughs> UNT- <laughs> mm. Well, of course, because uh, I mean, everyone was connected to to this Paragon cult, including, you know, Heather's character. See, the way I took it, it, it seemed like she was Athena. So like she was uh, she was the one who had uh, the diary. Uh, Athena's mom was actually the one who basically initiated the Paragon cult. Um, But of course, you know, she went by she went by. Yeah, she went by a different name uh, back then or her mother, because uh, it started in like the 1930s. But of course, you know, a lot of it. Uh, you know, you can always just tell based off like the hourglass symbol. Uh, because that was like the primary symbol for the cult. Yeah. And like all the members would have, you know, the tattoo. Uh, you know, which, you know, we did see uh, you know, towards the end there, uh, with Dr. Stanton. Um but, but yeah, like you know for for the most part, it's just like you, you figured th- as soon as like she knew about like the secret staircase then like obviously she was connected to the cult at that point because like she was the only one to know like how to get down there without the elevator
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. definitely
0: and the elevator was cool i felt like it maybe could have been a little better but i liked the way they introduced the elevator in the beginning when they were like oh push the basement button And then she was going to, and they're like, don't push the basement button. Kitty, just (laughs) And they're like, that's where the morgue is and where they prepare the body." And it kind of created this super creepy element where it's like, you've got the morgue down there and everything. Which, I mean, obviously they had the cult room under that, but I felt like they could have played up the morgue aspect a little more, but that Mm would have been super dark. Cause this whole sound, this is gonna sound fucked up, but not nearly as many kids die <laughs> as I kind of thought. I kind of thought that as the series every went, episode they were they were gonna be like drop, <laughs> drop it off. But really, only the uh, yeah. one is she the only one who actually dies? And then uh, Sandra gets better. Yeah, Sandra. Of course, they have the twist. Of, she wants oh, to go. One yeah. of you is the is gonna go home. Yeah. Oh, that Which, was a tough one. Yeah, and she was... Uh, and, uh, yeah, she was kind of one of the less explained characters. She was cool, but she, it felt like she got... There were a couple of characters who kind of, like, the gamer kid and her who kind of mm-hmm. got a little bit lesser Yeah, they weren't attention. as... Uh,
2: yeah.
0: But there's a lot of characters, so they have to kind of cover everybody. But, uh...
2: But, I mean, they had eight episodes. Ten... 10 episodes.
0: Of course. 10 hours? Like, you
2: keep saying it because you just watched
0: it. <laughs> and and you feel like you had to go to work for two days. <laughs> no, it was a lot because, you know, it's funny because uh, a lot of the times with these series, I've noticed typically it's like 40 minutes an episode, mm-hmm. and then they'll do like seven or eight episodes. Right. Mm-hmm. So when it was an hour and 10, I was like, oh shit. They, <laughs> oh, they went more for this one than uh than typical <laughs> pretty neat
1: that's true for like all of my Flanagan's stuff though is that he what else has... did he the Midnight
0: he... Mass one over time.
1: Haunting of you... Hill House
0: oh okay yeah.
2: nice yeah did he do the second one the Haunting of Blythe House or whatever Haunting called?
1: of Blind Manor yeah it... Bly oh, Manor. Okay. which was the step down
2: yeah, that so was good,
1: probably is like worst one, at least in regards to like Netflix. But like track record wise across the board, he's been pretty, pretty good.
2: So I think you I mean, like those mansions, they're just so dreamy. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, can we talk a little bit about that? I mean, how did you guys feel about it? I mean, I was a little yeah. jealous and I had to remember that these kids were sick.
1: <laughs> You're like, I man, see. I want to live here, but I don't want to like be, be on the verge of death in order to yeah. get there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Seriously. I know they have like the nice outdoor areas with the cliff and everything. Mm Mhm.
2: Although that house, I mean, it looked really big from the inside, but from the outside, it looked a little like, like, wait a minute. Mm Mhm. But then of course, you know, like you got, again, the Hogwarts and the, I forgot the name of the the, the school in Wednesday, but uh, that one's very large, gothic, beautiful.
1: This one reminded me more of like the mansion in like Puppet Master because it's like overlooking the cliff, you know, and the ocean.
0: Yeah. And a little bit of like the kind of haunting of Hill House kind of vibe, you know, the whole, I mean, it's like the haunted mansion thing, which, yeah, and that's, you know, another thing they kind of didn't explain is not only the uh, old people that we would see, the ghosts, Mm -hmm. but also, I guess it was sort of maybe the specter of death, the shadow there was that shadow creature we would see pretty often throughout oh, right. the series. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if that was meant to sort of be death itself. You Maybe. know? Because it was kids. always, yeah, kind of looming around and creeping around. But that felt like the one element of the series that was really not explained or delved into was the actual ghost that haunted the mansion itself. Mm-hmm because we spent all our time with the horror stories mm-hmm. and the cult that's yeah. the main stuff
2: but you're right the whether it's the the elderly couple or the the uh, the the shadow like we never really got any mm-hmm. background on those and that's it, and it's kind of like a little on the cheap side because it just kind of feels like they were they were just jump scares and they weren't you know with with no history behind it there's literally like nothing else other than jump scares yeah
0: Or it's like, hopefully, I mean, these are based on books, I guess, so maybe
2: they are
0: are explained in the books, I don't know, know. and maybe they were holding it aside for the second season, but they should have done a little more with that in this season, so that it didn't feel quite so much like, well, what was going on with yeah. that? Like, what did that have
2: to because, happen? Because I mean with no uh with no follow-up with, within this season, it doesn't even prep you for next season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does feel like a lot of like the uh the cliffhangers that were supposed to motivate you to watch season 2 were all at the, you know, the very last episode mm-hmm. and then you left out like the history for these other sort of side characters or whatever to the point where you kind of just forget about them. Like I yeah. literally forgot they happened.
0: Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's a problem where it's kind of like uh he, they gave a sad satis- like a they kind of wrapped it up in a satisfying mm-hmm. way for the whole series it felt like they were kind of t- doing the like you know we need to maybe we won't get a second season so we don't want to leave everything we want to yeah. wrap it up but on the other hand maybe we will get a second season so we want to leave some stuff open yeah but I it's like I'm not totally happy with that aspect of it because it's tough yeah it's it's the problem with series. like one of the great things about streaming series is that they can just have a closed off series yeah. it can be like one or two seasons and you just tell a long story yeah. which is great but the downside of series is when they're like, oh, but maybe we're going to continue, so we can't really wrap things up. We yeah. have to leave it open for the next It all gets
2: season. dumped into the last episode. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened. i started to keep bringing up Wednesday, but I just finished it yesterday, so it's fresh in my mind. But uh, that's what they did with Wednesday. They wrapped basically everything up. In fact, I can't think of anything that they didn't wrap up. Oh, sorry, T, I don't want to spoil it for you. No, I
1: fin- finished it.
2: To- oh, you finished it? Okay, mm. cool. And then the very last uh, episode, it was like, okay, the, the school year is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are like a handful of mysteries that we're going to like, oh, this is interesting thing that we've never talked about yeah, before, yeah. which is fine. You know, it, it, that was his first time rearing his head,
1: mm-hmm. but it
2: was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> that, I yeah. mean, but ultimately I feel like, you know, the, um, the appeal of that show goes beyond like cliffhangers. So yeah. it's not really a big deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like with this show and with Wednesday, it's like, are you invested enough in the characters that you want to yeah. watch the next season? It's not yeah. so much about the story necessarily, the but yeah. do, do you just want to see the characters again?
2: Thing becomes a really like
0: oh his thing, is it?
2: Oh, yes. a lot, and he's like the darling of the show. Like <laughs> I kind of just want to show, want to just watch
0: you know what i learned recently is that the original thing was lurch's hand what? the actor who who played lurch he was also a thing good i
2: hope you got two paychecks
0: yeah seriously <laughs> two royalty checks uh but yeah no i gotta watch wednesday
2: can we do a, i'm like i guess we can't do an episode on wednesday because...
0: i mean we could i mean eh, maybe we
2: uh, kind of discussed it a lot in this episode yeah, true. But I've
1: watched it. yet. Well, I mean, that was you know right. the last thing that came out, so.
2: True. Yeah, and it, I mean, and again, like the publicity behind it is insane. And
1: there, there definitely right. are connections between the two. I mean, Wednesday right. does too. Also, have you know like the secret meet up spot in the library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that's
2: right. Yeah, they have. There's a special, you know, secret club of kids, and of course, in every. Mm-hmm. In every school. YA. Mm-hmm. Y- In style. every YA, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Which also is like, when you have like the kids movies, like uh, Goonies or... Uh, what's the one with, you know, Wolfman has nards?
1: Uh, Monster Squad.
0: Monster Squad. Wolfman has nards. That's the line from the That's the line, from main line from the movie. <laughs>
2: I watched that and I don't
0: remember that. The, the balls. <laughs> and then he's surprised that the man has nards. <laughs> which also, you know, props to 80s slang for nards. Yeah. Can I take <laughs> your character? if yeah. gonna Um But they always have that clubhouse el- <laughs> you know, elevate with those stories, yes. you know, with the characters. <clears throat> which
2: is, it's a lot of fun, although it makes me a little sad because it's not reality. I mean like I can't think of a single person that I know that lived that, you know, went to a fancy school. I mean, I guess the rich people. I don't know any rich people. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, like a secret clubs and uniforms and, you know, all that shit. Like, um, I mean, I went to high school in the desert.
0: <laughs> yeah, I never, I went to public school, too. Also so we school, did yeah. not have mm-hmm. those kinds of things going on at all.
2: I mean, there were after school clubs, but. You know,
0: there wasn't anything like that. But uh oh, she likes your jacket. Yeah, I um, think so. But um what was I gonna say? Now I lost my train of uh, thought. Rich people. The, the, uh, <laughs> the thing about the what we say, the before that, the, mm. the clubs. The there's always secret clubs in these shows. Mm-hmm. Oh I can't. yeah, I know. I mean and we saw it with obviously Stranger Things too, mm-hmm. with the D and D Club and kinda that thing. I kinda stopped watching Stranger <laughs> Things.
2: Yeah, like right at like the beginning of second season I kinda lost interest.
0: Whoops. I watched it but I hated when they left the town. They when leave they went the to town the city. Ooh. I hated that part. But that was that's a whole separate thing. <laughs> but yeah, would you watch I mean the thing so that's what I was gonna say um I was gonna say and then I just remembered. And this is gonna sound fucked up too, but uh it's It's a little bit weird that, like, you have this series with all these dying kids. uh, And it feels kind of like the series is creating this thing where they're like, these kids are, like, on the verge of death. Mm -hmm. And we're telling these horror stories and it's all kind of mortality. But ultimately, only the one character dies. And you have this ongoing series where it's like, but we want these characters to come back and be in the next yeah. season. And so it creates this weird problem where you they don't want to kill the characters. It's like a, uh, like a, like a game of chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who are they really going to kill? You know, it's like, if people like the gamer kid character... Or you they can't kill him or him, or are they
1: right? let him, right? Right. Yeah, Clearly, she she's got to live. You know, she's number one. Well, I mean, I guess the the easy way around that is just like in regards to the timeline. Well, obviously, they're only meeting once a day at midnight to tell these ghost stories, and there were ten ghost stories, so technically, it might have only been ten days Good in place? the span of the yeah, season. True. So, <laughs> yeah, realistically, true. not much time could have passed, uh, regardless of that. So, that would you know, that could be a reason why, you know, more kids weren't knocked off, you know.
2: Yeah. True. And we did get like, and we did get Anya though. She went out pretty spectacularly, like just kicking and screaming.
0: And also, oh, she dies. That's right. At the end.
2: Well, she, she goes dies. into that coma, right? Does she, and then she dies, right? She they.
0: Yeah. Cause she mm-hmm. trades her life for the other girl. Right. Or is that, no, that's in the story. But she does die at the end, right? Because yeah, she they,
1: they of, clean out the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, that's right. So I guess she wouldn't come back. They would bring, have like a new...
2: Unless she's in some sort of like in-between world. Yeah. And she becomes a ghost that is trying to and communicate then, yeah,
0: with Yeah, she could be a character in the supernatural mm-hmm. world.
1: Yeah, she would definitely be the loudest one. Much like she was in this, real life.
0: <laughs> one of the things they definitely play with a lot in this series is is there a supernatural world or is it not? You know what I mean? Mm Because they have that element of, its they're just telling stories, so that part's all made up. Mm -hmm. And then there's the real ghosts in the house, but maybe those aren't real and maybe they're just, you know, who knows. And also the whole, like, is there life after death and can people communicate from the afterlife? So they do kind of play with that, aspect but then they kind of confirm it at the end that there is a supernatural world yeah. in the series because obviously the british or the irish character she confirms it but then we also see the main character
2: yeah i liked her yeah i liked her stories the most or her story the most and uh although i feel bad that uh, i wasn't so uh uh, understanding of her towards the end, where like you know she gets she starts getting really aggressive with everybody, and I was like, oh
0: fuck you, and but I yeah. was like, oh wait. <laughs> but she she's an asshole to the guy's girlfriend.
2: I mean, she's an asshole to everyone, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of lost my patience real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a weird little character arc where they well, had become unlikable.
2: Well, and
1: everything.
2: that's true. I mean, but it's I, I mean, I guess it's just going to show that she's uh, she's not coming to terms with. With her mortality and yeah. she's 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 struggling with it, of course, naturally. Well
1: I'm pretty she sure she was me. also there the longest out of everyone. Oh that's right. On top of that too, so Oh the Irish girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, And the main character was the one who was all into the sort of the hippie kind of cures, mm-hmm. you know, the possibility of like taking whatever drinking water, special water to cure the cancer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which famously, like Steve Jobs, was like trying to oh, eat really? fruit to be cancer.
2: Oh like, wow! Yeah. Can you imagine like having all that money and like trying to use it to? Yeah, and he was to using the
0: them. like the weird. He wasn't using it towards like medical stuff. He, he probably he, did he already, was, and it was like they yeah. were like
2: Dunzo. And yeah.
0: they were, so he was trying to. So he it. Going, which yes. yeah, that's what this this series definitely deals with that.
2: And, uh, and T, this is because you're younger than us. This is something that you might have to look forward to. That, uh, I'm starting to feel really guilty when I watch shit like this. And people are like, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not going to have a life. I haven't lived. And I was like, you know, I couldn't tell you anything about the last 20 years. Right. <laughs> Just a blur. I you know, seriously. I'm like, I haven't done shit.
0: Yeah, it's Crap. like... <laughs> yeah, you're not going to like... Having adventure global adventures. Yeah, I'm
2: world. not an astronaut. Mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, cured cancer.
1: What have I done? It's <laughs> a good one, right? Yeah, for these kids for sure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, that's messed, up. That's messed
0: up. And they did a little bit of nineties, uh, by the way, also for the the, for the older people, that's the weird thing too. <laughs> interestingly, that I don't think younger people would even necessarily pick up on. Mm-hmm. But the one character who has AIDS, mm-hmm. it's almost it's interesting because they don't really explain it, and I'm sure younger people would know, you know, would basically know that AIDS was a deadly disease in the past, but not really now. But what's interesting is they don't quite explain that fact. And even though it's kind of obvious, it's like uh, they do sort of make a point of showing, you know, that like, oh, like the the nurse guy Mm -hmm. is like, hey, come and hang out with like my friends because he's also gay. And Mm -hmm. he's like, hey and like you can hang out but it was kind of interesting because i kind of wondered like i wonder how many people would even realize at this point that that was like if you're like 20 today you might not even know that that was a huge thing back then where it was like it was a death sentence back in the early 90s because yeah because now like people can straight up Live, yeah, you with know, medication. You can take medication, yeah. and you can be okay nowadays. But they kind of talk about it a little bit, but not that much. Yeah, know, like yeah.
2: Well, I guess the show would be a good sort of well, yeah teaching like you tool
0: to tell from the show for sure.
1: And <laughs> uh, you know, it also teaches you if you're on the verge of death, you know, you can always try out blood sacrifices. The what? <laughs> you know, if you're on the verge wait, of death, wait. you know, stick to blood sacrifices because that seems to work yeah <laughs> for you know for an extent of time and then you might have to you know add another body
0: and then you have to re, <laughs> <laughs> which ultimately and that was kind of like the end kind of goal of the whole series for the season was that that main girl was trying to i guess do a ritual to revive her. and she was kind of she was basically going like to sell out her cult and, or kind of do a Jim Jones, if you yeah. guys know about. We all the, know about Jim Jones. Jim Jones. For the youngsters out there. Oh, you okay, know, for who, the uh, youngsters who watch mean, our show. It doesn't have <laughs> Jim Jones because we also have the like, uh you know, the that meteor cult who thought the. Oh, heaven, was, you know, heaven's, heaven's gate. And then also, there's Jared
2: Leto's
0: cult. Yeah, seriously, Jared Leto better not be he will. planning anything. He's like probably that. going to. <laughs> yeah, no, we talked about that in a previous episode. We did. We talked about
2: Leto. that a lot, actually. In Jared several Leto episodes. Has a cult,
0: and it, people should be watching out for
2: that. <laughs> and then we also discuss whether or not it's a sex cult
0: and whether or not you get a chance
2: was, to have a sex with Jared Leto. Jared
0: Leto sex cult. <laughs> That's what they show. It's like hey, totally. That's what the that would sell be. billions. <laughs> Jared Leto sex cult. They can cover that in the second season. Ooh. <laughs> Jared Leto shows up at the house because he knows it's in Mexico. <laughs> <He's> like,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey guys. <laughs> but and he, he only wears linen shirts and has puka shells. <laughs> <laughs> they do that, you know. Why I was gonna I was about to say that. Y.A., it's like, I'm older, and so I missed the YA thing, mm-hmm. because YA is a more recent
2: Yeah, I think thing. I, I feel like it, well, you know, I, I was born in 81, and so I would be reading these things in either the late 80s, early 90s. Right.
0: That's when it feels like it started to in the early 90s, is when you really get the YA thing.
2: And by then, and you were too old to read that stuff. Yeah, and I. Or to I, enjoy the, <laughs> appreciate that stuff. Yeah,
0: I appreciate. was too old to. I was like, eh, like,
2: ah, I got drugs and girls to do.
0: <laughs> on the other hand, there is a little bit of YA, not so much, but like you get those, like famously, and I've mentioned it before in previous episodes, Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But where there is like that deep stuff where a character straight up dies and it's, this is for, you know, young kids and it's like your best friend just died like in the book, you know,
2: kind but of. But that's thing. like eight, early 80s, 70s and 80s approach to yeah. like the movies. Because I mean, I know that that, that book's probably older, but yeah. you know, like in the 70s and earlier and early 80s, like they would kill your fucking favorite character. Like yeah. there's Old Yeller, like holy yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, you get that, but it's not horror themed. It's you know just like toughen up kids. It's just yeah. It's just <laughs> you're gonna have to deal with this kid. Better like, learn it now. It's like a real thing. But this takes it so much further, though. That's what's interesting to me about YA, like uh as a modern thing, is how it really does deal with uh, darker concepts in a much more blatant way yeah. than they used to, for sure. Like this is like, I mean, mm-hmm. young adult books. Mm-hmm. I guess this is a series, probably. I'm right. not
2: sounds not a like single it. book. I actually don't know much about it. T, do you?
0: Nope, not a thing. <laughs> but I mean, the I, the notion of young adult series about a hospice of full of dying kids. Is pretty. Like, top. Is pretty amazing uh, concept. <laughs> Definitely. It's
2: just like. You know the the fashions really haunted me as well because uh, I was okay. So um, let's, let's say this was set in '94. I can't remember what year it was supposed to be set in, right? It was early '90s. Yeah. Early '90s, and so I remember like the fashion being like midriffs. Yeah, so the, all exposed the exposed midriff was Low-rise.
0: huge. Kids.
2: Well, those came a little later. But so it was exposed midriff and the the pants were high up. So like you were exposing like this much of your belly, but I can expose like 0% of my belly. (laughs) And I never have been able to in terms of like, you know, looking good in these, right? And so I was actually reminded of like walking through Mervyn's and seeing nothing but crop tops. (laughs) And my mom going like, honey, No.
0: (laughs) Crop tops and high waisted jeans. Mm-hmm. They come back, making a comeback definitely. <laughs> yeah, the young people I've been seeing—they're wearing high waisted. Stop seeing young people, John. <laughs> <laughs> the, young, the youngsters. The high, I can't believe high waisted jeans are back. I can understand not having low waisted, low rise jeans, mm-hmm. but high waisted is, I think. Kind well, of the high
2: waisted came in with the skinny jeans back. Yeah, but then um, it went into high-waisted, regular-fit jeans, mm-hmm. uh, like or like the mom leg. jeans. Yeah, <laughs> but and so yeah, that's that, that's where we're at right now, and yeah, actually, that is a fashion. Well, I'm too old to follow fads anyway. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like I can, there 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 is a fad that does not look good on me, and I cannot follow. Two reasons. <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about fashion. But I just wanted to put that out there for a second. Yeah, no, that I, I mean, that I, like the fashions were a little haunting to me. Matters. I was like, oh, I remember
0: those. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. They were accurate with the '90s fashions. Mm-hmm. They also kind of no jenko jeans, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Nobody had the baggy. Nobody had an pants.
2: embarrassing sense of fashion, by the way.
0: Somebody should yeah. have. No one had, nobody wore those ultra baggy raver. Is that the, Jango? the Jango, Yeah, <laughs> The super baggy raver jeans or pants. Yeah, someone should have, probably the Irish girl should have been wearing those. Mm-hmm. But uh, she, de- yeah, nobody had the horrible fashions from the early and days. And they should have. And there wasn't very much flannel, which people especially wore a in Oregon, lot of flannel yeah. in, in the 90s, especially up there, for sure, mm-hmm. because... Nirvana would have already been making mm-hmm. some waves at that point. I don't think they had Nirvana. That was probably too expensive for the soundtrack. Uh, money. <laughs> well, if they could afford,
2: well, the Pixies is probably cheaper than Nirvana. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got the
0: Pixies, but they got the off-brand Pixies song wave of mutilation, a good, as opposed to Valeria uh, as opposed to uh, the one that's in every movie. Uh, where's my? Mind. Oh where's my! Mind? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like. Uh, you know Fight Club and yeah. every freaking movie that has the Pixies. In it.
2: But I'm the fan, I'm a fan of the Pixies, so I don't mind at all.
0: But yeah, no, that it was a good soundtrack for sure. Nice. Don't put this over here. <laughs> Maybe he's just like hanging out.
2: Well, you know what else can we say about uh, Midnight Club? I mean, we I know we all enjoyed it, unless. Did, did you guys enjoy it? I, I forgot
1: to ask. Yeah, I, I did. It's just a matter of like, well, are we actually going to do season two? But you know, just knowing my client gets work, I'm not going to hold my breath.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I, I feel like it was good, but I, I feel like they're probably not going to get a second season because it's so. When's, you know, Wednesday it's is eclipsing the shit out of it. Yeah. And it's more feel good. This is so much, not darker, just not, it's so much uh, harder with the death aspect, yeah. the hospice, that I just can't imagine that people really like are like, oh, you know, I feel like the the mystery of the cult and everything isn't necessarily enough to kind to of, yeah. yeah, to draw people over the kind of darkness of a story that revolves around dying children.
2: Well, I feel like... Um,
0: <laughs> that's rough.
2: But I was just going to say that um, how I feel about the cult in the show is you, and maybe... This is a half-baked idea, but that uh, that maybe you can't just half-ass a cult exp- uh, in, in a show. Mm-hmm. Either it's a real fucking cult show, yeah. and you do all the different elements of the cult, and you get really creeped out by it, and, it's, and, and that's what's happening. To have it as a sideshow yeah. that is supposedly going to come in bigger later on, but kind of didn't in the first place... Like, you're not giving it, you're really, it's, it really minimized the the cult to do that. Yeah. And so I feel like to try to bring it back as like, well, season two is going to be all about the cult. It's, it's tough. It's a tough sell when you didn't give enough in the
0: first. And the thing is, like,
2: it's a cult. It writes its fucking self, you know? It's a. Yeah. Well, that's. That's an MLM cult. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It really is an MLM cult, for sure. The fact that it's soap and, and. Uh, wax like or healthy, something, like, that, yeah. like healthy, kind yeah. of hippie. It's definitely. But yeah, no, the problem was that the cult was not a real thing for the first three quarters of the season. Mm-hmm. And then they really ramped up yeah. the cult at the end and then it became central to the last episodes. Um, but it wasn't enough, yeah. It, it should have been... A, like, It's. I feel like get rid of the ghosts in the house, Yeah, just get rid of that entirely. There's too much!
2: Maybe that's what it is, there's too much going on. focus
0: Mm -hmm. more on the cult, and the mystery around the cult.
1: Yeah, uh, because the cult only really became, like, the focal point once Alonka knew that she wasn't the one going home. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's not until, like, the last three or four episodes that the cult really becomes a thing. There's that light mystery of the cult, where the main character is sort of investigating in the school library and researching the past of the house. Mm-hmm. But the actual cult, the people who are living out in the forest outside of the property, yeah. they don't really come in until the very end. And yeah, so, yeah, there's not enough very
2: worker bees. of that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like you, I feel like maybe they um, they missed their exit they, well, let me rephrase that. Um, they, you know, it's a, like a boiling pot, right? Like you, you, it's a buildup to the to uh, like, oh shit, this is a cult, and that could have been really cool to to have that initial approach of like that just benevolent Patagonia CEO like mm. is talking to me and like this is this is my new mentor. That's a great setup for you know introducing a cult and to be heartbroken by the fact that here's somebody that you trusted turns out to be a cult leader and you're just a pawn. All of that is really cool, but I think it 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 was already going in a very strong direction with all of the kids in the Midnight Club yeah. to try to do this big other thing. Yeah. that was kind of half-assed. Like it, it wasn't um, it, they, it wasn't strong enough. It's and and it, but it really could have been. Like, I mean, like it's it's basically they put too many big stories all together.
0: Yeah. It should have been more of a running thing from the very beginning. Because,
2: I mean, like, that's, again, like, that's one of my favorite things is cult stories. So to, Mm. to have something like that where you find yourself in the middle of a cult... Which okay. now that I think about it, I have actually been in <laughs> when you're like, No, I'm just here learning about my emotions. What? <laughs> this is a cult. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then they try to recreate
2: yeah, it. exactly. Like so to that, that sort of like betrayal and the, the 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 humiliation of being duped, like that's these are really good storylines and these are really good things to sort of explore. And, um, and I don't feel like they, they... They did it a little bit, but it was very... Yeah,
0: but not enough. Not
2: enough, and but yeah.
0: And especially they could have also amplified the whole uh, main character looking for the kind of cures, the kind of, what do you call it, what's the word, uh, the cures that are kind of just based on pseudoscience.
2: Oh, sure. Or uh, the occult. What do you call them? Uh, I can't remember. But... but um. Like herbal medicine. Yeah.
0: And kind of playing up more of the fact that that cult and the woman who leads the Mm -hmm. cult is the one who's like really feeding her desire to do these pseudosciences and where she's faking the whole pseudoscience part right because really in reality she's actually doing this kind of ritualistic that's magic good underneath. that's good and there's a t- there's a little of that yeah. but that should have been more of a thing
2: and and know? it's it's also like a pretty open open door when you follow that storyline you it's a it's a big old open door to some really good acting you know because i mean you've got some really desperate people in desperate situations like you should be having like a lot of big moments and a lot yeah. of like more intense interactions. And, and you know, it's yeah, definitely, it wasn't
0: that. Yeah, it's good overall, but mm-hmm. it does fall short a bit. It's, it doesn't feel even well if
2: well. Wednesday wasn't in existence, it
0: I, we would feel the same yeah. way about it because this isn't like, uh, <laughs> you know, in the past, uh, one of just to go a little sideline, mm-hmm. one of the original. TV series that is, like, the godfather of the modern streaming, like, we're-gonna-tell a contained story longer than a movie in a series, but it has a beginning, middle, and end, mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica sure. from the early 2000s. You huge nerd. I watched it, too. I loved it, too. I'm a nerd, too. I'm just
2: being funny. But
0: with Battlestar Galactica, when you, back back
2: to the,
0: when you got to the end of a season... You were like, oh shit, I yeah. gotta watch the next season.
2: Holy moly. That show like, was I'm so dying good. to see
0: what happens on the next one. I was. But that I feel like that's where this series kind of falls short. It yeah. was entertaining and it was cool. But I'm at the end, I'm kind of just like, eh, like I don't really I'm not dying to find out what happens right. next movie. Not next like season. these kids.
2: But uh but what
0: uh <laughs> Dude,
1: <laughs>
2: I just got that. <laughs> okay I, um, I but uh, what i was gonna say was that maybe that kind of falls on the writing and, and putting yeah. i mean not to say that that young actors and the thing is like these guys are probably not that young they're probably like in their 20s yeah mid20s early mid 20s early mid late even 20s mm-hmm. yeah. you know uh so i'll take that piece that i was gonna say off the table but you know maybe that lies with the writing then you know mm-hmm. like it's it's a uh,
0: yeah the acting was cool' it yeah. there was nobody who was bad. Not mm-hmm. or anything. Even Heather Langkamp. <laughs> Sandra Lincoln, a little
2: bit.
0: <laughs> who Sandra the <laughs> yeah, was Sandra the religious one? The I was like,
2: ugh, Sandra. A <laughs> but that was the character. So maybe she was a really good
0: actress. Yeah.
2: Because it was the annoying parts of the character that, that, that would make you not like her.
0: And not to rip on Heather Langkamp, but she, she was obviously good in... She's good in Nightmare on elm street but she, i feel like she's not necessarily the greatest uh, actor overall but that said i thought she did was really good in this uh series she i thought this was because the stuff that she's done that's kind of not like maybe like the uh nightmare on elm street the one uh the last nightmare mm-hmm. on elm street which which was more of like a like a regular movie not a straight up horror movie you know what I mm-hmm. mean the one that's where it's like it's crossing over into the real world Night on Elm Street she's like oh right when she kind of has to do more traditional acting I don't know. I feel like she's not necessarily the greatest actor. Feels, I feel harsh saying that. But I thought she was good in this. Although I did think it was kind of funny when she had to like play those characters in the stories where she's like the New York cop with a New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God. Like, she's doing like the New York accent. But those are like, like you
2: know, also tongue-in-cheek stories. Yeah, they were yeah, meant to definitely. be funny, too, Yeah.
0: But no, she was good overall. Though I thought she like was actually better in this than in. That's my point that I'm trying to make. Because I thought she was basically better in this. You series. bashed her just to give her a compliment. Just to give her a compliment. <laughs> that, I yeah, think it she's is. actually a better actor now than she is was <laughs> in the past. Basically, is
2: was forever <laughs> will be in the past
0: future. <laughs> yeah. <really. laughs> Because she always felt like what's what's her character's name in Nightmare? I always think Nancy, but her name isn't Nancy because Nancy's the blonde girl. Mm. Well, uh, Nancy's the first girl in Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but she's always like that character. She's like in everything she does, she's kind of that mm-hmm. character. I don't know, but yeah, she was good in this though, and it was cool having. Oh, and the, real quick, also another comparison is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Where you have the the kids, the that kids have the powers, in the hospital yeah. with the that's
2: right. They're counselor. they're also like yeah. you know uh, terminal.
0: She, yeah, like, like they all have. And yeah. she, it's kind of like that where she even plays a similar character in that movie yeah. where she's like the counselor. I for forgot about that
2: entirely. Yeah. Look
0: at that. So you do get that little connection of uh, her original stuff. Mm.
2: But yeah. All right. Well, well, I know that we pride ourselves in doing a show that's longer than the movie. Where well, yeah, we're not recording
1: we for ten hours. 10 hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can do ten hours. I mean, I guess I did bring a change of clothes.
0: We would have to review each
2: episode. <laughs> yes, as its and own, do each uh, at a time. Episode. Yeah, which maybe in the future with another with another show we can do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, a limited series.
0: Yeah, <laughs> limited. <laughs> <laughs> like uh like the guillermo del toro or something which is overwatch i still need
2: oh really they're so good i mean a lot of them are really vague and they're kind of worth like oh yeah let's have a discussion about this what's happening mm-hmm. but uh they're beautiful how about that they're all gorgeously like just mm-hmm. they're, they're beautiful i'll leave it at that like the, <laughs> the settings the 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 the, the, the camera work, everything's great. Do you have a, one, a favorite one of those, T? Not to change the subject too much,
1: but... Oh, good. for a cabinet of curiosities?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, I'm trying to think how... I, okay, hold on. I'm trying to remember what order it was in. Um...
2: So, hold on. I'm trying to remember now, too. I'm, 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 I'm going to
1: pull up the episode list really quick.
2: The second one was the one with the rats. The first one...
1: The first one was the... Like, the storage unit one. You know with, one.
2: That's right, Right, that one
1: too.
2: Uh, Oh yeah, you saw that one at the Halloween party Mm. we were at.
1: Well, I I will say like the V-Win, which was the cosmic horror one, I really liked. That one was Um, good. I I liked that one and I really liked the dark art one.
2: That one was good too. I kind of, the more I think about it, I really like the lotion one. Uh, I know it's so. Oh, cheesy. the outside,
1: the the yeah, Anna, Anna Lily Amirpour one.
2: Yeah, and I think that uh, I mean I, I kept going on and about how beautiful the settings are for for these. This one doesn't have that, but <laughs> but it's it's a I don't know. I really enjoyed it, and it's it's got uh it's got everybody I like. Mhm.
1: Nice.
2: Mhm. Including the guy from Guest or the Guest.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in the infomercial. He's and the uh what's
0: the British TV show that he was on from the guest? Downtown Abbey. <laughs> yeah, downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey.
2: Downtown Abbey.
0: That's what, it, that's what I thought it was. That's, that's, my, that's the
2: foreign equivalent, movie.
0: right? Yeah. Downtown Abbey. <laughs> oh, Minnie. Uh-oh, I'm she's gonna throw something up. The, Minnie, are you gonna th- She's throw she's oh
2: so, she's throwing up on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Well, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I almost turned the camera around so you could
0: see it. I had to, I had to move the cat off the couch because the cat was starting to, to to make a motion like she was going to barf.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't you get started, Minnie, then get, you're going to get wanna, me going.
0: I know. Cats barfing is a. a regular anyone who wears cats, you know, they barf. That's a thing they do. hmm. Yeah.
1: All right, well, and uh, on, on that note, <laughs> on that note we, we, we are definitely going to uh, lighten the mood throughout December as we get into, uh you know, the holiday spirit. So we'll be looking at some uh, some holiday horror movies. So up next, um you know, obviously, like I know there's some ones coming out in theaters, um, so we're going to have to figure out uh, what we'll tackle at that point. Uh, but we are going to do the killing tree. Uh, which is available to stream via Tubi, um, which is definitely a low-budget one. I, w- I will say that. Um, but all you really need to know about the premise of said movie, it uh, it involves uh, this widow who uh, basically like conjures the spirit of her dead husband into a Christmas tree, and then it goes on a killing spree.
2: Whoa. That's nice. Like that. That's how you deal with mortality. <laughs> yeah.
0: Possessed Christmas tree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's like the snowman, possessed snowman kind of concept. That's you know?
2: um Fro- uh Jack, Frost. Jack yeah. Frost. Not to be confused
0: with <laughs> the Jack other Jack
1: Frost. Frost.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I I watched recently, the Riff Tracks version of the Jack Frost.
2: Which one,
0: the nice one or the not so nice one? The one, the like '90s horror movie about the guy who becomes.
2: I uh, believe there's a rape scene in that with oh, is
1: there? Yeah,
0: a, with a yeah, carrot. I think so. Yeah,
1: with Shannon with a and Elizabeth.
0: A carrot. Oh yeah, Shannon Elizabeth is in that movie. That's right.
1: Yeah, that was her debut. <laughs> yeah, her first movie, which is crazy.
2: Yeah, I feel like she made a lot of. I like her a lot, but I feel like all the the uh, the roles that she ever
0: got were like n- go in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like. Um, I know, uh, American Pie. Yeah. Uh, but she did do uh, that Kevin Smith movie, which was good.
2: Which one? The The one yeah. where she's one of the robbers? or Yeah,
0: Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, Strike uh, Back or
2: something Strike like back, that. Strike Back, I think.
0: Where she's like a diamond robber. Yeah, but
2: she's not even the main one. That's no, Eliza funny. Dushku. <laughs> totally. Who's amazing. She but Channa Elizabeth's also amazing. She mm-hmm. just never got like, I feel like she never got that one role. Yeah. Yeah. holy crap I'm sorry we're going off base again
1: we're trying to say <laughs> goodbye <laughs> yeah so we got the killing tree next week and then uh, you know we'll sort out the rest of December uh, so with that being said guys thank you so much for joining us here tonight on Handa with Scare this has been episode number 87 and we'll see you guys <laughs> back next week for the killing tree which uh, may, may or may not be just be us being like well that was entertaining but it definitely wasn't tree fetch.
2: <laughs> oh, tree bench, is so good! Is. Yeah, you gotta we'll watch
1: tree bench. <laughs> well, Yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely show that to uh, to John. We, we got good. it at that point. But uh, until then, guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you back next week. Take care.
2: Bye.